You are listening to episode nine of Steamy Stories. I am your host and author, Jen Wadke. And just in case you haven't caught on or for any new listeners, although if you're a new listener, you should go back and start at chapter one and listen in order, not in the middle of chapter 13. But of course, at the same time, these are all standalone chapters. They're kind of like an individual little dirty erotic story. So if you've just jumped in, that's cool too. Um, I don't edit these at all. They go up as I record, uh, mostly because I'm lazy and don't have the time. So forgive any foibles, coughs, pauses, mispronunciations, and all around general fuck ups, which sort of happen on a regular kind of basis. So we are at chapter 13, Hanami Party. Spring in Tokyo. More specifically, cherry blossom season, one of Gabrielle's favorite times in Japan. As the trees bloomed, brilliant pink swaths of color made their appearance in the south, moving north, bathing the country in glorious color. Color. It's also an excuse to party. The trees only bloom for about a week, so once the first pink begins to show, the hardworking Japanese desert the office early and descend upon parks with blankets and jugs of beer in hand. In short order, the blossom viewing parties become decidedly rowdy. As an aside, if you ever go to Japan, you should aim for the spring to get cherry blossom season because it really is magnificent. In addition to cherry blossom season, Virus was at the start of a two-week vacation. Shun decided these were two excellent reasons to throw a party. At first, Gabrielle was confused about Shun's desire to host a blossom viewing party. Confusion turned to consternation upon learning that Shun's penthouse apartment came with private access to a garden courtyard. How did I not know this? She asked Shun. Um, I don't know. Show it to me. At her frown, Shun put down his newspaper and took her to the garden. It was a surprisingly lush, large space, lush, with numerous cherry trees, shade from the afternoon sun, and strategically placed patio furniture. There was a small outdoor kitchen and bar. Are you kidding? How is it possible that Shin had never shown or told her about having a private garden? Um, what? Gabrielle walked away from him to examine the space, muttering to herself in rapid English the entire time. After examining the space in detail... She circled back to Shen, who waited guardedly for her. This is gorgeous. We can have a ridiculously good party here, she announced. Do you have a second house or anything else I need to know about? I swear I told you there was a garden. You did not, Gabrielle said. We can have a good party here, he said. Definitely. They spent the next week making arrangements. Shin and Gabrielle as individuals had good taste and liked to party, but as a couple, with his inherent generosity and her unbridled enthusiasm, the preparations quickly took a turn to the epic. Party day arrived. The garden was beautifully lit, designed to highlight the pink cherry blossoms. The patio furniture was reset to offer the best places to lounge and enjoy the trees. Additional large cushions were scattered throughout the space. Space heaters were hidden throughout the garden, ready to be lit if the evening got too cold. Blankets were on standby as well. Kitchen and bar staff had been in and out all day, preparing a variety of delights. Shun left the preparations and logistics to Gabrielle. He dealt with a guest list. Virus, of course, was included, along with a few other celebrities and some good friends from childhood. Gabrielle added her guests too, Arissa, of course, some people from work, a few old friends. It was a good eclectic blend. Since Virus of family, Shun invited them over to pre-party. 
They swarmed into the penthouse within minutes of each other, bringing laughter and good energy into the kitchen as they raided the fridge. Beers in hand, they settled around the island, chatting. Kenta wanted to see the garden before the guests arrived, so Gabrielle took him. She was still miffed about not knowing about the garden for so long. How could he not tell me? Kenta laughed. Dudes don't care about house stuff the way women do. Is anyone around yet? No, everything was stocked and prepped yesterday and this morning. The staff will start arriving in about an hour, in about half an hour, guests an hour. At that, Kenta pushed Gabrielle up against the elevator wall and kissed her. She giggled and attempted to push him away. Someone could be, bought, be along any minute, you know. We agreed I'm in control, don't you remember? Yes, but we're almost here. The elevator stopped. The door opened onto the hallway on the main floor. Gabrielle led Kenta across the hall and unlocked an unobtrusive door that led to, into the garden. This is the only annoying thing, having to go through the public hallway to get here. That's probably why he never uses it and forgot to tell me. But it's worth it. She keyed in another code and swung the door open. Kenta's eyes widened. He whistled as he stepped into the garden. Clearly you had a hand in this. It looks fantastic. Thanks. Trust me, I'm going to be spending lots of time here with my laptop now that I know about it. Hand in hand, they wandered the garden. Kenta, Kenta flopped onto one of the large lounging couches, pulling Gabrielle down on top of him. They leisurely made out for a few minutes. She pulled away and leaned back, straddling Kenta on the lounge. There's going to be a good crowd here tonight, she said. Yep. He grinned at her. Sounds like a challenge. You think? She looked at him speculatively. Not sure how you're going to get your hands on me in the middle of a party with no one noticing. That's the challenge. Don't underestimate how inventive I can be. Prove it. With that, she stood up, offering her hand to Kenta. He took it, and they headed back to the apartment. Virus sprawled all over the living room, laughing at Massa's attempt at a new video game. Gabrielle and Kenta leaned up against the island, amused by Massa's dramatics. Kenta's hand snaked onto Gabrielle's ass, squeezing. Behind the island, his shenanigans were totally out of sight. She didn't react, keeping up their light banter. Akihiro yelled for another drink. Shun, ever the gracious host, headed to the kitchen to fetch another round. Kenta didn't move his hand. As Shun opened the fridge, he raised an eyebrow at Kenta and mouthed, Really? Kenta nodded. Keeping his voice low, he asked, How about a friendly competition today? What are you thinking? Shun asked. Gabrielle rolled her eyes at the spark of interest. Men, always up for a competition. <clears throat> Let's see who can get more, shall we say, contact in with Gabrielle during the party, Kenta said. Aren't I unfairly advantaged? Everyone knows we're together. You have to be stealthy. True, Kenta replied, but we're both bound by propriety, so we're actually on even playing ground. Stuff that no one would blink an eye at doesn't count. It has to be dirtier than that. Is no one going to ask me if I even want to play? Gabrielle asked. No, they both replied in unison. You're playing, Kenta said. Don't pretend that you don't like it, Shin winked. Gabrielle snorted. All three of them knew her protest was for show part of the game. She couldn't help but feel that as an independent, intelligent, grown woman, she must protest at least some of the decisions they made for her. She secretly liked that they controlled so much of her sex life. She was having the time of her life. How do we decide the winner and what does he get? Shun asked. I think we have to be on our honor with keeping count, Kenta replied. And each time we get a point, we count out loud to Gabrielle. She has to confirm the point. 
Agreed. But what does the winner get? There's no point in having a competition if there's no prize. They directed their attention to Gabrielle. There was a pause as all of them thought about the prize. I got it, Shin exclaimed. Too loud. They glanced over the other three in the living room, but they were engrossed in their game and didn't pay any attention to the conversation in the kitchen. Winner gets to make a video with Gabrielle. Loser is the cameraman. He can't participate at all. <laughs> what? Gabrielle half laughed, half gasped. The nerve. But that kind of sounded fun. Fucking one of her men while the other watched longingly. That actually sounded pretty damn hot. Ken and Shinta. <laughs> Ken and Shinta. Nope. Kenta and Shun waited, not sure if she was seriously protesting. She flipped her hair. Fine, I'll do it. Cameraman is also responsible for supplying refreshments and serving the winner and me. I like it, Kenta said. Game on, Shun agreed. They shook hands. Gabrielle smirked to herself. They'd assumed she'd be compliant, but she was already planning a little side game of her own, one that involved making herself as unavailable as possible to both of them. A sharp knock on the door got everyone's attention. Shun answered it. Gabrielle, anticipating Kenta's attempt to score the first point while everyone was occupied, grabbed the round of drinks and took them to the living room. Kenta, left with little choice, followed Gabrielle and sat down next to her. Unable to speak his mind, he settled for raising a questioning eyebrow at Gabrielle. She winked, then grinned at his look of consternation. Shun walked into the living room, two immaculate and proper-looking men behind him. Hey guys, staff are here. This is Ueno-san and Yoshida-san. They are in charge. We should head down. The kitchen staff are setting up and starting to cook. Let's go, Akihiro yelled. The six of them swarmed into the elevator. As soon as they stepped into the garden, a waiter approached bearing a tray of specialty cocktails. It was a delicate, light, frothy vodka-based drink, reminiscent of the cherry blossom. They all took one and began to drift around the space, staking out a good spot to lounge. Guests began arriving, distracting Shin and leaving Gabrielle alone with Kenta. She was careful to stay near the center of the garden, thwarting any chance of Kenta getting a point. I see touching you has an added element of difficulty I didn't account for, he said. Guess so. Gabrielle gave Kenta an impudent grin. I'll get you back for your little game tonight. His voice was barely above a whisper, carrying just the right amount of erotic menace to send an electric shiver down Gabrielle's spine. I certainly hope so, hope so, she replied. I should go see Shin. I know he wanted to introduce me to some people tonight. Kenta nodded. Gabrielle meandered over to Shin and wrapped an arm around his waist. He did the same in response. He introduced her and brought her into the conversation. As the chatting continued, punctuated with laughter, Shin's hand slipped from her waist to her ass and squeezed. He squeezed again, harder, rubbed a little bit taking advantage of her back facing the wall conversation continued that's a great point don't you think gabrielle shin asked her annoyed that shin got a point so quickly despite her plan to not let either of them close enough to score she inched away from him before replying yes that is indeed a good point shin grinned the garden was brimming with guests Drinks were flowing, delicious food was circulating, and the heady smell of cherry filled the air. It was a perfect party. Gabrielle circulated, chatting with people she knew, introducing herself to new faces. After a few minutes, she spotted Orissa and headed toward her. Orissa! Gabrielle gathered her into a big hug. Gabrielle, good to see you. Great party. 
Thanks. So how have you been? You're done shooting your movie, right? Yes, finished a couple days ago. So I have some time off. How are things with Shin? She poked Gabrielle on the side. You moved in, right? Yep. Arissa laughed. So the rumors are true. You Western girls are fast. Shut up, Gabrielle said with a smile. She had slept with Shin on date two. <sighs> Fucking editor. We're smart. We know when we have a good thing. And damn, I've lucked out with Shun. I just knew that you two were going to hit it off. I set you up. You're joking. Yes, I had a feeling. I made sure to invite you to a small party when I knew he'd be there. Gabrielle smiled as she popped an appetizer into her mouth. Gabrielle's mouth dropped open. Then she burst into laughter. Oh, Arissa, you are a piece of work. I know, she replied and raised her glass. To you and Shun. And me. She giggled. Gabrielle laughed and clinked glasses with Arissa. Soon, Arissa's attention was pulled away by a group of young men. Gabrielle kept an eye on Shin and Kenta as she moved through the party. Every now and then, she got close to Shin, the dutiful girlfriend laughing, laughing and snuggling into him. She made sure she didn't get close enough for him to score another point, though. She managed to frustrate Kenta completely, moving into her circle, chatting, flirting, laughing, but staying far enough away that he couldn't get a point in. The party wound down. Shun subtly encouraged the first round of guests out at a relatively reasonable hour. Soon only Virus was left, the last to leave. Masa, Akihiro, and Tomo, all happily drunk, stumbled out to catch a cab in a babble of laughter. Kenta Shun and Gabrielle headed into the penthouse. Kenta made no move to leave. He stayed completely sober, as had Shin and Gabrielle. As soon as they were alone, Kenta and Shin turned their attention to Gabrielle. Who won? Kenta asked, stepping toward her. His hand went to her ass, finally getting some satisfaction. His lips nipped at her shoulder. Shin leaned against the counter, watching, smiling. Shin did, Gabrielle replied. She leaned back under the force of Kenta's embrace. Shin sidled up behind her, offering physical support. How did he get a point in? Kenta asked. He snuck one in on me, she replied. Shin pressed his length into her back. His hands drifted to her hips just above Kenta's. He pulled her ass into his groin. That wasn't your plan, was it? Shin asked. No, she moaned as each of them bit her neck. What was your plan? Kenta asked. No points for anyone, she replied. She thought her game had worked quite well. Denial got both of them quite hot and bothered. And now her two hot boyfriends were all over her at the same time. It hadn't been her plan, but this is way better than anything she could have plotted, she thought. In unison, Kenta and Shun took a half step away from her. Shun unzipped the back of her dress. While he pulled it off over her head, Kenta slipped two thumbs under the band of her panties and pulled them down her legs, letting his tongue graze her skin along the way. She stepped out of him, still in her heels. He trailed his fingertips along her sides on the way up, causing gentle shivers. Shun unhooked her bra. His hands moved around to her front, tickling and playing with her nipples. Kenta's mouth clamped down on hers, hard, punishing. He grabbed a fistful of her hair and pulled, forcing her head back so it rested on Shun's shoulder. Shun bit and sucked, much more gently than Kenta, at her exposed throat. His lips traced up to her ear, his tongue flicking the lobe. He pulled out the trick she couldn't resist, his voice and taunting words. You tried to deny us, hmm? 
You should know better. We will get what we want. Oh, a little intense for you? You can't take it? Shin's knees had buckled as Kenta pushed two fingers deep, moving rhythmically. They both tightened their hold on her, keeping her steady. And we've only just started. Shun pinched her nipples. But I think you like it, don't you, greedy girl? At his world, words, Kenta... <laughs> nope. At his words, Gabrielle's breathing quickened and she got wetter around Kenta's fingers. She was frustrated that they were both still closed. She tugged at Kenta's shirt. He pulled his fingers out of her and backed away just enough to remove his clothes. Shun held her tighter with both his hands and mouth. Shun's eyes feasted on Kenta as he unbuttoned his shirt. As he slipped it off his shoulders, she followed his movements, her gaze roving his chest, biceps, and shoulders. He paused, licking his lips as he undid his belt buckle. He pulled his pants down, taking his briefs with them. Completely nude, he pulled Gabrielle into his arms as Shun took his turn disrobing. Kenta turned Gabrielle so that she could enjoy Shun's strip. Shun was much slower and deliberate in his disrobing. He did it for her occasionally, but it was much more fun experience where there were hands and a mouth roaming her body. When Shun finished, he waited a moment. Gabrielle kept her eyes on Kenta as he did everything he could to get her water. I don't think that makes sense at all. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a terrible writer. She lasted only a few minutes before reaching out for Shun. He stepped toward Gabrielle, his chest to hers, Kenta still behind Gabrielle. Hands and lips and tongues roved at will, each of them giving and receiving pleasure. The only sound was moans and ragging, ragged breathing from all three. Kenta and Shun were both rock hard. Gabrielle was dripping wet and begging for it. Someone, fuck me, please, please, please. Kenta and Shun made a silent decision. Shin backed up to the wall, pulling Gabrielle and Kenta along with him. Oh, now I remember where this is going. I started this reading this chapter and I couldn't remember what happened. Now I remember. I like this one. I like all of them. Shin backed up to the wall, pulling Gabrielle and Kenta along with him. He bent his knees and Kenta helped her onto his cock and then stepped away for a moment. Shun straightened and Gabrielle's body weight pressed down, making his cock feel extra deep. The intensity elicited a loud groan from Shun and a whimpering cry from Gabrielle. They spent a minute like that, Gabrielle's face buried in Shun's shoulder, hands braced against the wall, before Kenta rejoined, lube and condoms in hand, rolling it on and slicking up himself first and then her. He slipped a finger into her ass, letting her adjust and stretch around him, then two fingers. The intensity made her slap her hands against the wall, moaning into Shun's shoulder. She forced herself to still, taking a deep breath, giving her body a moment to calm and relax and open to both of them. They were still, too, waiting for her signal. More, she said. Kenta pulled his fingers out and repositioned himself. The tip of his dick pressed into her ass. Ready, he asked. Yes, 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 she panted. Shun, you ready for this, too? Do it. Shun had one hand on the back of Gabrielle's neck and the other on her shoulder. Kenta slowly and carefully slid into Gabrielle's ass. She felt an overwhelming sense of fullness and pleasure. All of her G-spot nerves clenched and throbbed, begging for more. Christ, Shin said. Kenta's dick and Gabrielle's ass had made her pussy even tighter, involuntarily gripping Shin's cock harder and deeper than ever before. Looking up at Shin's face, she could tell he was enjoying the new sensation as much as she was. 
Fucking hell, Kenta said. He stilled, giving everyone a moment to breathe and adjust. Gabrielle was barely able to stand upright as waves of sensation flowed through her body. She waited, let her body relax, and emptied her mind. Inhaled the musky scent of the sweat and arousal of three of them mingling together. You can move, she said. Kenta started ever so slowly. Both Shin and Gabrielle gasped, pressing into each other. Shin felt Kenta's rhythm, then started his own in compliment. She grasped Shin's hands and moved them high over his head, wanting to stretch out in all possible ways. Pressing herself deep into Shin, Kenta's thrust drove everyone's pleasure. He was slow, careful not to go too deep or too fast. But he paused with every thrust, grinding the tip of his cock into her G-spot. She was almost sobbing with the intensity. Somehow, with two hard men inside her, thrusting and grinding, the simplest action is what pushed her over the edge. Kenta leaned forward, placing his hands on top of hers and Shun's. Her body convulsed and bucked, but she was held still by Shun and Kenta, deliciously forced to let all the sensations run their course. An orgasm unlike any she'd had before throbbed up and out, radiating through her body in multiple waves of pleasure. But she wasn't done, and neither were they. She didn't want them out. Limp from pleasure, her body ached for more. She focused her attention on Shun, who was still inside her. Kenta understood her intention and helped move her up and down on Shun. Her hand still covered his, and she leaned in and kissed his neck as she gyrated on him. Surprisingly, it was Kenta that urged Shun on. Come on, Shun, let it go. Don't hold back. Let us hear it. Give it up. He grasped Gabrielle's hi hips, corkscrewing her around Shun's cock. Shun let go with a loud and satisfying yell that left both Gabrielle and Kenta grinning. As his orgasm receded, he kissed Gabrielle. My turn, Kenta said. Gabrielle, can you still take it? Yes, 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 she replied. Shun stayed inside her. She wrapped her arms around his neck, pulling his mouth onto hers again. She arched and leaned back, allowing Kenta to thrust harder and deeper. His hands clutched her waist as he found his rhythm. Gabrielle's pleasure ramped up again. Kenta went a little deeper. Gabrielle clenched tighter around him. He moaned in her ear, which revved her up even more. Gabrielle could feel that Kenta was holding himself back, worried about hurting her. She looked over her shoulder at him. Kenta, I'm fine. Do what you need to do. He picked up his pace, and soon he came, hard with no words, just a short, sharp yell, then slowly eased out of Gabrielle. She slid herself off Shun, but he had hardened again. <laughs> that makes no fucking sense. Uh, maybe it will. I'm going to keep reading. Sensing that Shun needed round two, Kenta pulled away. Gabrielle thought he was going to leave, but before she could say anything, Shun grabbed his shoulder. Don't go yet, he said. Kenta stayed. Still behind Gabrielle, he ran his hands up and down her sides. Shun shifted so there was space between him and Gabrielle allowing Kenta access to her front. He eased Gabrielle back onto him. She grinned. She was taking a lot of dick today. She wasn't sure who she was more impressed with. Herself for being able to take it. Herself for, ah, herself for being able to take it all, or them for their stamina. Either way, she was having the time of her life. As Shun sped up his pace and depth, Kenta's hands dipped lower until they reached her clit. He rubbed and teased, careful not to interfere with Shun's movements. Having already come once, it didn't take much for her to get close again. 
But Gabrielle could see that Shin was not ready yet, and she didn't want to come until he did. Kenta slow down. I want to come with Shin. Kenta obeyed, watching Shin closely and timing his hands on Gabrielle's clit perfectly. Soon, Shin's moans got louder. Kenta circled his fingers on Gabrielle's clit faster and harder. As one, they both screamed out their second orgasm in unison. They all leaned against the wall for a few moments, slowly coming down from their endorphin high. Gabrielle wiggled out from between them. Her eyes flicked from Shin to Kenta and back, grinning. That was awesome. She stifled a yawn. Without thinking, she grabbed both of their hands and dragged them toward the bedroom. They resisted. What? Gabrielle asked. Sleep. Let's sleep. She wanted nothing more than to curl up with both of them. Neither of them answered her. Comprehension dawned. Oh, is that weird? Well, Kenta said. I don't know, Shin eyed Kenta. I'm too tired to be nice about this. You clearly haven't sleep slept slept, that is. Well, wait, I'm going to read that again. I'm too tired to be nice about this. You clearly haven't slept. Sleep slept, that is, together before. I would let a... I would love it if Kenta stayed and slept with us this once. And honestly, it feels kind of shitty to tell him go ho- to go home after what just happened. But I do understand if you two feel weird about it. How do you feel about it? Kenta and Shin regarded each other. Well, it wouldn't be a regular thing, right? Shin asked. No, this is a unique situation, Kenta agreed. Perfect. I'm sleeping in the middle. With that, she yanked on their hands, leading them to the bedroom, where all three of them flopped into Shin's big bed. Gabrielle's sleep was the most blissful of all. And that's the end of chapter 13. I always welcome your feedback, questions, and comments. You can get in touch with me at Steamy Stories. Oh, shit. What's my email address? I don't remember. Don't remember. Don't remember my Steamy Steamy Stories email. You can get me at jen at jenwadkey.com or DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Hope you enjoyed this chapter and are enjoying the novel in general. Next week, we will continue and get deeper, uh, pun intended, deeper and deeper into Tokyo talent. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.